When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go right. Oh, man. Feathers ruffled. <laughs> you better put them hands Jose together. and Waco on our text line. Like you know says, <laughs> Casamigos sucks. Y'all are just saying celebrity tequilas. LOL, Herradura is okay, though. It says all tequila is mezcal. But all mezcal is not tequila. Oh. Natural type of liquor. Yeah, don't eat the worm. How do you okay. not like Casamigos? Uh, and that is that George Clooney's outfit? I don't even I don't even know. I just know it's good. It doesn't taste like tequila. Well, you know me, I haven't had Smooth. it because I don't It's been a long time. I don't know what it, I don't know what it tastes like. And Bucky doesn't drink, so you're you're <laughs> uh, but I believe that's the remember remember George Clooney, Mr. Hartthrob, he 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 and his buddies Started their own tequila line, then sold it for like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I think that was that. They've all got tequilas now. But, uh, yeah, thank you for the input and info. We're talking NFL and free agency, waiting on the Aaron Rodgers shoe to drop. Report this morning that uh, the Jets are working to sign his former receiver in Green Bay, Alan Lazard, which is leading more people to connect the dots that this deal is going to get done and likely will with the Jets acquiring Aaron Rodgers. That has led to a conversation about the uh, balance of Quarterback power in the NFL completely shifting to the AFC. God, are the Green Bay Packers going to stink? Hey, Jordan Love, baby, year three. Gee. The Packers organization has produced back-to-back Hall of Famers in Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love is next up. Next on the hit parade. It's his turn. No. Well, think about that. Just you know, it, it, obviously the void of quarterbacks now. If Aaron Rodgers leaves the NFC, is you know pretty staggering. And just consider that division. I mean. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, and Jordan Love. Okay. Man. Is Jared Goff the best quarterback in the division? I don't – I guess. Kirk Cousins, you like that? You like that? It's good during the regular season. I mean, all of a sudden, Derek Carr going to the Saints. All That's of a sudden, amazing. All of a sudden, he's the best and most accomplished quarterback in that division because Atlanta doesn't have a QB. Uh, Carolina's – Drake traded up to number one to take somebody uh, with the number one overall pick. And, uh, you know, it, Tampa Bay is, I guess, handing it to Kyle Trask. I don't know. And don't maybe going to sign Baker that. Mayfield. Yeah. Maybe sign Baker Mayfield. So, gosh, in Washington, they're talking about Sam Howell being the starting quarterback, the fifth-round pick out of North Carolina. Uh, and this is, meanwhile, all the Hall of Fame quarterbacks, MVP quarterbacks, are playing over in the AFC. So it's good for Aaron Rodgers to go ahead and retire. No, he's going to the Jets. He's going to go head-to-head with Josh Allen twice a year and Tua. 
I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you'd be staying in Green Bay. That's your best chance. That's what we're talking about. Being in the NFC is your best spot, which is if you're Lamar Jackson. He's worn that welcome out, though. If you're Lamar Jackson, why wouldn't you want to be over there, uh, outside of that division, outside of that conference? Because, you know, first thing you got to do is win your division, which is tough. And outside of the AFC South, where Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville should be, you know, emerging as the, the power there because – Houston doesn't have a quarterback. Tennessee doesn't have a quarterback. Uh, and the Colts are searching for a QB. But, gosh, everybody else in that conference is pretty locked in with a high-end QB at this point. Uh, so that is that is an interesting conversation if Aaron Rodgers does go. Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson can only – I mean, to go back to where he – I mean, the Ravens have to have – they have to have a quarterback. As I said, that that's a group that doesn't want to be not existing whatsoever. He's not going to play on that tag, though. I know. I, I agree with I you. I don't know. Emotionally, Lamar's... there's just no way. He's emotionally, he'll just not. I mean, it, play. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be smart to. Well, and we've seen guys hold out. Like, I mean, and he is it in Lamar Jackson's best interest after two seasons that ended with injuries not to play? I mean, that's gonna. He needs to be on the football field, getting back to showing. Because as I've said, you could argue the first, the, you know, the two unbelievable years of of uh, Lamar Jackson where he won the MVP and accounted for 70-plus touchdowns over two seasons and ran it and threw it. And then the last two years with a, with a depleted and injury-riddled team, he you know didn't put up those numbers and was injured at the end of both seasons. So it's a, they're, they're, there's arguments both ways, but now he's, he's available. Well, all I'm saying is if you, if you had an agent, which he doesn't have, I'd be lobbying, hey, you should want to go to the NFC. NFC is wide open. Somebody said, what's up with the Dak Prescott hate? I know he's not perfect, but he's not a bum. Well, okay. That's kind of how the a- NFC is. No one's no one's elite. Some of them aren't bums, but some of them are bums. He was a bum last year. Led the NFL in Dude, interceptions. Dude, he was a bum last year. You're absolutely right. He led the NFL in interceptions, yeah. Uh, he hurt his team a lot. Uh, Playing five less games? Five fewer games than most. I mean, it's... It's a it's a such interesting scenario, and, it, and it, gosh, as Philadelphia keeps losing key defensive players, they are the team that's kind of built to kind of take over the NFC right now. Cowboys are in the conversation. I mean, I'm not saying the Cowboys aren't in the conversation, but Dak Prescott has to play at a much higher level than he did, and they're going to. I think their window, their best team was two years ago. Their best team was last year, and they're going to lose some key guys here in this free agent window, but. Uh, Interesting conversations, uh, how it all plays out here. Let's get to your headlines, the other trending topics to start your uh, what's going to be a rainy Tuesday morning. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. And yeah, we're all over the National Football League. The big spenders are out. We kind of knew the teams with the most cap space would be the most active yesterday when the early early tampering period, the legal tampering period, opened at noon yesterday. And that was true. Chicago has the most money. They've agreed to terms with the former Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. Also, Eagles linebacker T.J. Edwards and a couple of others. Eagles have also lost their defensive line, uh, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. He reached an agreement on a four-year mega deal with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Falcons are giving former Bengals Pro Bowl safety Jesse Bates a new four-year deal. Bengals are going to lose both starting safeties because Bates is going to Atlanta and Vaughn Bell, their other starting safety, is signing with Carolina. Cowboys have lost their first player in free agency. That's the guard, Connor McGovern. He gets a three-year deal in Buffalo. Steelers, meanwhile, have reached an agreement with the Pro Bowl cornerback Patrick Peterson, who is believed by many to be a target of the Cowboys. He's going to Pittsburgh. Houston Texans have been pretty busy early. They were apparently in on the Jimmy Garoppolo conversation, but Jimmy G has signed a three-year deal with the Vegas Raiders, or will on Wednesday. Uh, Houston then turned, and they're going to sign Case Keenum to a two-year deal to be their veteran backup quarterback. 
Houston has also reached an agreement that added veteran receiver Robert Woods, longtime 49ers defensive back Jimmy Ward, and they're going to uh, sign former Longhorn, lifetime Longhorn, Hassan Ridgeway, to a one-year agreement. College basketball for the just the second time in the history of the program. Texas Longhorns have finished the regular season in the top five of the AP Top 25 men's basketball poll. They come in at number five yesterday behind only Alabama, Purdue, Houston, and Kansas. The last team to do that for Texas was 2002-2003. That was a team coached by Rick Barnes, led by T.J. Ford. They finished fifth as well, proceeded to make a run to the Final Four where they lost to Syracuse, the eventual national champions. Rodney Terry's 26-8 Longhorns begin their tournament run Thursday, 6:25 tip time in the as the number two seed in the Midwest, they're going to face 15 seed Colgate in round one. Elsewhere in college basketball, it is official now. Former Texas coach Chris Beard is the new head coach at Ole Miss. Just a couple of months after he was fired at Texas, he'll be officially introduced at a press conference this evening at 5 o'clock. Dishfalk Field tonight, Longhorn baseball team looking to keep on winning. They've won five in a row, looking for six tonight. They'll host North Dakota State. Game one set for 6.30. They'll play North Dakota State again tomorrow night as well at the same time. Good game down at San Marcos tonight. Texas State's going to host 11th-ranked TCU in a good one. At Q2 Stadium, Austin FC is going to face Violet AC in the second leg of that CONCACAF Champions League tournament. NBA, strange night of finals there. How about Houston? Lowly Rockets up and stunned the Celtics last night, the league-leading Celtics, 111-109, just their 16th win on the year. Mavericks played without both Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. They're both hurt. They lost to Memphis, 104-88. Grizzlies, of course, playing without their young star, John Morant, whose leave of absence from the team does not appear to be coming to an end anytime soon. Report from ESPN yesterday, the 23-year-old has left left Memphis for a counseling program in Florida to seek help. Horror Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Come to our open house Friday and Saturday, March 10th and 11th for up to 15% off all steel outdoor power equipment and 20% off all Toro, Hustler, and Gravely Motors. TopGun.net, we'll shoot you straight. Interesting to see John Morantz decided he's going to go and get treatment and try to get himself back on the, on the right track. He said he was too young to be going in this direction. He said, I'm going to do something about it, and he decided to step, abo- step away a little bit, he they didn't force him to do this. He did this on his own. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously the bad press and obviously the gun brandishing, and now the pictures came out from the strip club he was in. And they said he just didn't want to continue in this direction. Well, that's good. I mean, he was heading in a bad, bad direction without a doubt. Uh, as a young, this is one of the best young players right. in, in the sport, and the future's all ahead of him. But yeah, he can derail that future pretty quickly if he continues Absolutely. on that path. So good for him. Whatever he's, whatever help he's, whatever he's seeking help for. Let's hope he gets it uh, down there in Florida, and he'll. They're already they're already talking Memphis that we won't see him again this year. That he's gonna. Oh really? He may just shut it down. Well, I mean, if he's entering a program, and that's, yeah, that's true. You're right. I mean, probably it's not a short term thing. You're yeah. right. I mean, NFL. I mean, the NBA's regular season is over in a month. I mean, they they start playing playoff games in April, and it's March 14th right now. So um, it doesn't look like he'll be back. As we mentioned earlier, I mean, just the the headlines are weird this morning for me. I mean, uh, Houston beat Boston really. Houston beat the Celtics. What's going on with that deal? I called it. I bet on that last night. You said the Heat, though, on air. You said, I, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, after I well, placed my bets. What led you to the Rockets there? They won 15 games all year. It was the money percentage. They had like 7% of the bets, about like 40% of the money. Huh. People, something up with Boston. Were they playing the back end of a back-to-back or something? I don't know. How do you, Celtics are the best team in the league. They lose to the, that's a bad loss, Houston. What are we doing? Trying to be the Texans? When Jason Tatum blew it at the end of the game. I mean, he had a pretty much... A very open look uh, layup, and he just completely whiffed it. Feels like all these teams are just ready for the playoffs at this point. The fans, I think, are too. So the other weird stories, like a Chris Beard, two months after being fired at Texas, while his Longhorns are having an historic season, their former Longhorns are 
he's going to be introduced. This press conference at 5 o'clock this evening will be interesting. I'm sure questions asked and answered and uh, how it ended at Texas and what went on and those kind of things. Those are things that are – there's a lot of Ole Miss fans that are scratching their heads about this hire this quickly. So a lot of those answers uh, could be coming this evening. Also, at Dishfalk Field, we told you the plight of the Texas baseball program has gotten things turned. And we'll talk to David Pierce on Thursday. But they've got back-to-back games with uh, the Bison of North Dakota State who, as we told you, are 1-14 on the year. They've won one game, but they have only they have not played a home game yet. Every game they've played has been away as they play in North hmm. Dakota. Uh, gosh, they started there in Sacramento, then they kind of went down the California coast and played at Texas State last weekend and lost three straight to the Bobcats in high-scoring affairs. So they're going to play the Longhorns tonight. They have not played a home game uh, here in mid-March. The Longhorns are trying to kind of take, take advantage of this opportunity and then over at Austin FC situation, that that whole deal's weird, man. Uh, they they're playing in this Concacaf event, in addition to their MLS schedule, and we know that they qualified for the the tournament that features the top teams in the pro pro leagues in North America by finishing in the top four last year, and they played in the Western Conference Final, so they they qualified for Concacaf. But to advance, you've got to you've got to win, right? Mm-hmm. It's a tournament, and the way that the Concacaf tournament works is you play home and home essentially with your opponent. Play one there and one at your place, or vice versa. And they lost the one there to the Violette AC out of Haiti, who it stunned the soccer world because Haiti doesn't have a very good team. They shouldn't be beating Austin, even in the Dominican Republic. But we talked about how Austin FC sent kind of their B team down there. They played on turf that they weren't happy with, and they lost. And Well, now they're going to play them tonight. And they have to, the way it works is in those two matches, the home and home, it's a it's a net goal differential, right? It's a it's an aggregate goal scored. So you're down 0-3, but if you win four to nothing tonight, you win the aggregate four to three. So that's really where the Austin FC is, and they'll have a good crowd tonight. the The fan base will be out to see this. And here's a side that that is odd is that the Haitian team Violette have had to sign several new players to field a team because a lot of their regular guys can't get into the U.S. They're having visa issues. So two players from a premier soccer league side in Morristown, New Jersey, who have ties to the club, a team called FC Motown. <laughs> yeah, they'll bring, they'll bring him over. I'm not making this up. This isn't off the onion. I'm just reading this. Uh, FC Motown are going to be picked up. Like at the playground, they're just picking dudes up who, can, who are already Sign contracts. Who are already in our country who can play. So, yeah, I mean, that's going to be the game tonight. I mean, it's it's very possible with, if Austin FC puts some of their best players on the field that they can score four more goals than this Haitian team tonight. You hope? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to expect, man. Well, you just got to get to – you got to get three, and then you get to extra time. And hopefully you can, you know, either get a goal there or win in penalties. And but. you hope that that really ugly – because in the, in the game, in the match down in the Dominican, Austin had an own goal where they kicked a goal into their own net really sloppily. And it's like that. That comes back to end, they end should do better. They've got some games in between now. They should have that righted that ship a little. Well, bit. Well, and I think they're going to play a lot of their. And you could understand Josh Wolf. You're playing in the MLS and you're playing in this tournament, but you're in the Dominican Republic on astroturf. Players never play on turf, and it was kind of a apparently not a great turf. So yeah, you but don't you should to... be able to beat up a couple guys that are that are coming off of the boardwalk in Jersey, <laughs> on the Jersey Shore. FC Motown from the. Yeah, they can't get their team through. I don't I don't know. They're playing tonight, 7 o'clock. Chris Beard has a news conference at 5. The Longhorn baseball team is playing the Bison tonight of North Dakota State. And maybe the most normal thing is going to be that Texas State-TCU game down in 
That's a normal Martin. game. That has to be a good game. That has to be a good game. That's TCU. They're ranked number 11. They're a contender in the Big 12 like the Longhorns want to be. Texas State, you know, playing some good baseball. They can hit it and pitch it. So that'll be a lot of fun. I, I don't know what to expect in the other places. I really don't. Not sure. You expect Texas to be winning. Well, yeah, they're playing a 1-15 in team. Um, who Road Warriors. How'd they ever win one from yeah, the really? great Bull Durham line? Yeah, they won, that was their fourth game of the year that they won, Buck. They're on about a 10-game losing streak right now. Gosh. Um, but they did have a game on Saturday with Texas State that finished 19-18. So, well, they score some runs. <laughs> well, the, the, the wind was blowing out this weekend <laughs> down at San Marcos, it appears. But, yeah, a lot of high-scoring ball games down there. But, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the sports landscape tonight. And we also tonight... In addition to all of the flurry of free agent activity in the National Football League, uh, we have college basketball because you know the the first of the two play-in games in Dayton. Can uh, if Craig Way's still listening? Can you, do we ever figure out why these games are in Dayton? Do we have good reason for that? I mean, they've always played in Dayton. You ever been to Dayton? There's like an Air Force base there, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot going on in Dayton. But that's where they play these games. Not sure why. I was pitting that. Tonight's games would be Southeast Missouri against Texas A&M Corpus Christi, Pittsburgh playing Mississippi State. Those are your two games. Okay. SEMO, and good luck to the Texas A&M Corpus. Good for them. They're the 16. They're obviously, the winner of that match will that game will match. That game will end up being the 16 seed, and obviously, the winner of the other game will be the 11 seed uh, in that bracket. So that's tonight. There's two more tomorrow night. Hoops. Winner makes it to the tournament. Winner gets to uh, get hammered. Try to pull an upset. <laughs> try to pull an upset. Well, no upsets, Ty. First well, round. Hey, Just remember listen, that. None. We remember Shaka Smart, who came to Texas, and now has got the uh, Marquette team as a number two seed. That B- Virginia Commonwealth team that went to the Final Four that he coached played in the play-in game in Dayton. They had to win to get in, and then they went all the way to the Final God, Four. That's a scrappy group. <laughs> and they end up with the uh, – you know, the, the, the defensive ball pressure and all the things that went on there. Um, havoc. That then Shaka Smart came to Texas and, and did, run, about ha- did run Havoc. Forgot all about Havoc. And, uh, you know, now he's at Marquette. So, you know, it's the way the world goes. Meanwhile, congratulations to Rodney Terry. That's pretty cool that, uh, you know, he was the second, pro- second time ever the program has finished in the top five, which gives you optimism. This team, as you fill out your brackets, can make runs. So far I've seen, uh, gosh, we, we, we Jay Wright. Uh, Seth Davis, Seth Greenberg, Dick Vitale, all of them have Texas in the Final Four and making runs all the way to Houston in the Final Four. And uh, you are on that board, are you not? Are You feeling, You haven't put it in your official ballot no, yet. No, I'm not quite feeling that yet. i got to see what happens. Which team scares you the most in the Longhorns region there, the Midwest region? Is it Houston? Well, of course, Houston. The Xavier? Oh, the Musketeers aren't going to scare anybody. They're the three seed, so yeah. they're less essentially a top 12 team. But you've watched them, Ty. You've watched them out of the Big East this year. That Big East is, like I said, maddening this year. That's, that's a tough league. It's very hit or miss. It's very similar to the Big 12, though, where anybody could win on any given night. Uh, Miami, they're a team that can— Right. Yeah, Jim Laranega is a really good coach Catch there. them on the wrong night, and they can definitely beat any team in the country. Um, Indiana, too. I mean, a team that's been kind of hit or miss as well, but uh, Jackson Davis— they're, you know, all-worlds oh, senior. Yeah. If he's playing good, he can completely, completely take over a game. So I'd, I'd look out for them as well. And they're kind of big. Yeah, there's no, there's no team in this, this side of the bracket that has the size that really scares me if I was Texas, though. Yeah, that's kind of the thing, right? I mean, gosh, Colgate has a 6'10 guy that uh, can be a problem. 
he's the, the the Patriot League Player of the Year down low. Uh, they're going to have to deal with him, and you know that's going to lead to Rodney Terry questions about does Timmy Allen come off the bench if he's healthy? Do you keep that same starting five that was so effective in Kansas City and here down the stretch, or, or how do they play it? But in the end, look here. Here's the thing for the Longhorns: they're number five in the country. I mean, I said earlier, just kind of tongue in cheek, the fact that Kansas is ahead of them. Texas is beating Kansas on back-to-back Saturdays by double digits. I mean, they've they've been clearly the better team. Uh, and they're still ranked behind them in the final AP poll. I know that's kind of a body. Yeah, of well, I expect A&M to beat Penn State. I well, mean, I expect that to be a, a not-so-easy well, I mean, game. Here's the thing for Texas. Look at the teams ahead of them in the top five. Uh, you know, there are matchup issues with some, but for Houston, Kansas, they've already shown they can beat them. Uh, Purdue, Alabama. I think if the Texas team that was playing in Kansas City with that swagger and that confidence and and, and those guards, uh, what you're getting from Dylan DeSue and, and, and Dylan Mitchell, that team can beat anybody. I mean, that team can. Now, can they replicate that? Can they take that and, and continue to, to play with that kind of confidence? This, this is a year where there's not a favorite. There's not a dominant team. Best team is probably Alabama. Uh, but Kansas was on their way to being the one overall seed when Texas – Knocked them off on back-to-back Saturdays and beat them going well, away in both with games. Kansas not playing with their one guy with the bad back. Well, he played the Saturday before. Well, I understand that, but he didn't play this. This well, but Texas if, played I, I without see, Timmy Allen, and I don't. I mean, I don't see him. I don't know when he's going to play. If you're still having muscle spasms, well, I mean, t- Kevin McCullers, who you're talking about, he didn't play, but he did play in the game here. So again, I'm just pointing that, that there's no reason Texas shouldn't be optimistic that they can make a long run in this tournament. It is a wide open field. With guard play and the way that they're playing defensively right now, they're they're as good as anybody. They're as good as anybody. But that's the beauty of this tournament. You got to play forty minutes of basketball, um, you know, twice on consecutive weekends, and to get to the final four, and then do it one, one more time. But I, I don't know that they take a backseat to anybody as far as you know. Alabama's got the best player in Brandon Miller, and then but if and if they're shooting, if Alabama's making three pointers, they're going to beat you. I mean, they're just you're not because right. they have the best player, and then if they're hot. But there are nights. Nate Oates' team is going to shoot 30, 35 threes a night. If they don't if they have a cold shooting night, uh, you know, you have a chance. I just – I think the opportunity well, – Can they dominate the boards? Uh, who? Alabama. They're, they're good at every position. I mean, they're the one yeah. seed overall for a reason. But I'm just – all I'm saying optimistically is Texas – I thought Kansas was on there would be in the one seed, and they were playing great basketball. And uh, – you know, Texas walloped them a couple of times. So there has to be a lot of confidence in that Texas locker room as they get ready for the Colgate um, Raiders. Colgate Raiders. The the kid that played at Westlake for for Kansas, KJ Adams. How much of a score? I mean, no. I, I know he's he's, no, he's if just, you can, if you can force him to be you know a primary option for them on offense, you're doing you're doing yeah right yeah. Was things. he supposed to be a uh, was he supposed? I know he'd gotten better from last year. I mean, you can just tell the growth. I mean, I mean, he's he's a physical guy, but he's not a, he's not a point scorer, right? No, doesn't shoot threes. Um, but doesn't have a real offensive. Yeah, doesn't have a real great offensive. He's a game. Rim, rim runner on offense, right? Yeah, he's a he, he's a role player uh, for them, but he's got a big body. He's very strong. But look, what Texas did to Kansas over two Saturdays was they they took Dewan Harris, the point guard, out of the game. I mean, they their defensive game plan on Dewan Harris was brilliant. They ball pressured oh, him he like can crazy. Throw the ball away at times, right? Well, and if, and if he if they don't have him to facilitate their offense. Which you know Texas learned that lesson when they lost to them in Lawrence. Is Dewan Harris killed him? Dewan Harris played a great game in that yep. game, and he got everybody else involved. And remember, if you go back to the game Texas lost, Jalen Wilson, the conference player of the year, didn't have you know, didn't have like five points or two points or whatever. But everybody else got off. Grady Dick had a huge game. Uh, Jalen Wilson had a huge game. In the in the two wins, 
Texas attacked Dewan Harris and with ball pressure, got the ball out of his hands, and they didn't have another facilitator. Obviously, other teams now are going to copy that when they play Kansas. Yeah, Great Dick doesn't look very confident this time of the year. Yeah, well, and they did a great job, and that's that's really the key. I did I just like the Longhorns' opportunities to create mismatches uh, with their their depth right now, uh, and you know I I, I I'm going to put them in the Final Four for sure. Uh, when I do my official bracket, because I, I like their matchup with Houston. And obviously with Houston, you're keeping an eye on Marcus Sasser and a growing injury, which this time of year, that is, that's not the kind of injury you just no. roll back from, and it can, it can be retweaked pretty quickly. I mean, Timmy Allen's dealing with, a, with an ankle that they think you know, he could have played in Kansas City if they needed him to, absolutely. It was precautionary. But, man, growing strains? No, man. that's just one little sharp move, and that's it. Yeah. Um, all right, so... It says Bama versus Oklahoma. Enough said. <laughs> we remember back in the SEC Big 12 showdown, a team out of the Big 12, Oklahoma, didn't even make the tournament, beat them by 30. So they're beatable. Everybody is, including the Longhorns. So it all gets going. The madness starts tonight, tomorrow night, and then, of course, Texas begins on Thursday at 625 against the Colgate Raiders. At, uh, and you'll hear it right here on the Horn. A little madness talk. We'll come back, pick up the other conversations, the very latest on the NFL's free agency meter, uh, who's in, who's out. Also, uh, Craig Way. As a report this hour, Gossip and Blitz as well. It's B&E with you. It's Bucky and Aaron. b and on a Tuesday, filling out brackets, following the NFL free agency ticker. You... Quarterback balance of power shifting. If Aaron Rodgers does end up with the Ned Jets, did you have a uh, tip for the kids? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, spring break on tap. Even though you're at spring break, and you can pass this on, kids. Every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every day cannot be good. May not be good. May not be good. But there is uh, some good in every day. There is some good in every single day that you have. Just got to recognize it. That's right. Got to recognize what that good is. You like that, E? I like that. I think it, you know, it's, it's uh, be where your feet are, and uh, you decide what your, your your attitude is on a day-by-day basis. No doubt about it. In and, case nobody told you today, E. Hogan, uh, you are loved, you are strong, and uh, you are enough. Thank you. Just remember that. You are enough, Ty. There, there may go. be people that don't think you're enough, but guess what? You're enough. How's that? I like it. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Well, there's your tip for kids. Kids are on the uh, spring break tour, so be careful. Enjoy that. And uh, I'm talking about the Longhorns and their football team. They're taking the week off to go to spring. You wonder how many players will uh, you know, skip away a little bit, try to get to the coast, get out and get some They've been working hard since winter workouts. They've been hitting the weights. You can take those weights with you. You can get you can get a couple, yeah, you know, thirties and uh, get in there, get on that beach. Come on, there's still a local beach. high school. You're Just still... find that local high school. There's a, there's a local high school around. They love having football players in St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale. Is used to it though. Well, I don't think they have some studs come out of Fort Lauderdale. I don't think these days you can just roll into a. 
Porter Aransas area high school and start lifting weights. I don't know that that's going to be okay. Go see coach. <laughs> yeah, you can get an old coach. But I'm, they may be shut down for the, Porter for the break themselves. Is Rockport a place that the kids go? No, is that just for Porter fishing? Porter Aransas, Galveston. Aransas, Galveston. Rockport's the nice across the bay. It's you know a little bit nicer. But a that's lot of, a lot that, of the fishing boats go out of okay, there. Okay, but there's no there's no local dives. For the sea hags, sea hags aren't hanging out at Rockport, right? Not as much. Not as much. No, I mean, if you want if you want to get to the beach where you can drive your car on the beach and take your shirt off. That's at Port A, right? You get out there on the island and uh, go up and down the beach. And and South you, South Padre is not a place for the kids anymore. Just too is it just too far? Well, it still is if you can get there. It's North Padre and South Padre. I don't it's know if it's that's got to be a six hour. I, I always thought that that place is, looks like a place that they're going to change it to a retirement and casinos eventually. What Padre? Yeah. Well, you're like an hour away from Mexico, if that. If that. Yeah. Yeah. If that. But yeah, Every time I'd go down there, my, my parents would be like, well, just make sure you don't go to Mexico, because that's what we did. And it To never, Tijuana? It never, was a good, it never ended up being it's not a, a good smart deal. decision. Ah, it's really not a smart decision these days. They're Thanks. taking folks. Says Bucky sounded like Oprah with the advice. There I like you go. Uh, Oprah's my girl. You know that. Absolutely. All right, so I was looking, uh, we were talking about the, the if Aaron Rodgers, could, come on, Aaron, can we just do this already? I mean, has it really got to take this long? Uh, what, what, is, what is changing from yesterday to today? Uh, it does appear that the Jets are working to sign Alan Lazard, the former Packers receiver, which would make sense that Aaron Rodgers wants some familiar faces with New York when he gets there. Uh, more signs and dots connecting that he's going to be there. But I, I went back to... Uh, and that, dude about, that deal about Austin Eckler out of there and Bijan going there is... Scary too. Well, I mean, uh, to, to me, talking about the the B, the Austin Eckler thing just tells you where the NFL is with running backs. They're just the fact that uh, if you want a running back in the NFL right now, you can have them, I mean, but you got to pay them. I mean, it's the it's the valuation or devaluation of the position when you look around this league and see that if you, if you wanted Austin Eckler, you could get him. He's, what about if I wanted Derrick Henry? You could have him. I could. I mean, the Titans would love to give up that contract right now. The Austin Eckler wants a new contract. Nick Chubb wants a new contract, and that's why, according to you know all the reporters and Adam Schefter, what you can have him. Where does Derrick Henry walk in and they're back into the playoffs and going deep no. with that big? He now, Derek, is a monster, by the way. He's a different running back. You can call. You can call. I mean, Austin Eckler, all the rest of those guys. Uh, Nick Chubb is pretty damn good. I shouldn't say Dalvin Cook's pretty good, but Derrick Henry's different than all those dudes. He is. He's seventeen hundred on a bad year, right? He is, and he's a he's a monster. But he's twenty nine years old, so I mean, it's one, and he's making a lot of money. And so that's what I'm saying is, if you're a team and you want that guy, go get. They'll give him to you. It's not going to cost you a lot to get him. You just have to pay him once you get him. I mean, the point of this is that the Cowboys currently have the most expensive running back room in all of the NFL, and as we told Jeez. you, the most expensive under the cap in NFL history, in a league where they're not valuing the position. And that's why I say, I mean, Austin Eckler is upset because he's not getting the contract offer he wants. He's been unbelievably productive for the Chargers. Um, you know, led the NFL in touchdowns the last yeah he can two, score two he's years a, total. He's got that nose for the goal line and just a really good player. But as you said, they they could draft a running back, and they would say get. And then they did. Who's the kid they took out A and M last year? In the first? Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller. So maybe he's already they're planning on him taking over. That's just it's just not a position they're going to pay for, and you know. It's somebody's going to pay some for Eckler. He's not just that, that guy's. I, uh, yeah, eventually, yes. But that's how free market works. If there's just not enough interest, you're. I mean, because watch this too. Because who's the best running back on the market? It's Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt. 
Miles Sanders coming off a 1,200-yard year with the Eagles. He's not going to get a lot of – No. It'll be crickets for him. Yes, um, it will be. It's I just, believe that. And that's why – I mean, you, it sounds counterintuitive to say that Bijan's going to get drafted higher, but NFL teams have shown that they'll draft a running back. Yeah, because of the, the contract. Yeah, you got him locked in for four or five years under club control. Get to a team that you can win a Super Bowl or play for a Super Bowl or be in the – Right in the finals, and in, in, yeah, in your conference, that's all. Yeah. That's all you're trying to do with a guy like Bijan for the next four years. Unless you're the Philadelphia Eagles, you go there. You're not thinking about. You're thinking more than just playoffs. You're thinking about Super Bowls. Oh, yeah, I keep watching the Eagles lose players. They're going to have to use their draft picks to restock this defense for sure. Uh, that's losing key guys. Javon Hargrave to the 49ers, and uh, their linebacker with the Bears, and. Uh, they're not done because they're going to lose potentially. They've told Darius Slay, their corner, to seek a trade if he wants to. Uh, the other corner is, is Bradbury. He's going to be a free agent. He can sign elsewhere. So they're going to have to do some work on the defensive side of the ball, uh, probably more than offense right now. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's again, it's, you know, the, the, the Titans signed Derrick Henry to the big deal, but now they're, they're ready to unload it. And Eckler, Chubb, and Cook, Dalvin Cook, are looking for long-term deals that aren't coming, which is why they're asking to be traded. And there's no one that wants to trade for them because they know, hey, they're good, but, hey, i got to sign them then. I got to sign him to the deal that he's asking for. That makes it a, a a unique market right now at the running back side of things. But what is what is the what is the end game for for these guys if you get them? Is it Super Bowl or Busty or division championship? What, what 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 would you say? Okay, the contract is worth what you did for me this year, or maybe for the next I don't know, two years. Who are you talking about? I mean, whether it's Derrick Henry or, or any of these guys, what is it? You can if you get me to a, if you get me to a Super Bowl. Is the contract worth it? Well, I know everybody wants to be in the Super Bowl, but only one team gets to win that thing. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. I think the conventional wisdom now with teams is that a running back doesn't get you to a Super Bowl. They don't. I mean, the, the quarterback gets you to the Super Bowl. The coach and the quarterback mm-hmm. and the running back, you can get to the, I mean, you can get to the Super Bowl with Isaiah, what, Isaac Pacheco. And uh, Jarek McKinnon, like the Chiefs just did, if you have Patrick Mahomes, you can get there with Miles Sanders, who's just an okay running back with, with Jer- Jalen Hurts. So again, But you're not paying him. No, you're not getting him what no, he wants. Because they'll just add a piece. They'll, they'll bring somebody else in, and that's the, the devaluation of the position. So I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know who's Derrick Henry better than Miles Sanders? Oh, yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Definitely, but, definitely get you right back to the Super Bowl with that quarterback, correct? But you're saying anybody else could still get you back. The Super Bowl with that quarterback. Yeah, I mean, but again, they're just not acquiring. They they don't want the position at a high price, is what I'm saying. While the Cowboys have the highest price running back room, which still is amazing, the rest of the league is moving away from high price running backs, and uh, they they're going to invest in quarterbacks and other positions, and then maybe draft running backs and and use it that way. And that's where the quarterback conversation comes in. I was looking at uh, if you go back to theAthletic.com does their quarterback tiers right to start the season. It's voted on by league personnel like general managers and coaches and last year the top the top tier quarterbacks were Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Uh well Brady's retired the other five are now in the AFC when Aaron Rodgers joins mm-hmm. the Jets. I mean that's just the, the 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 balance of power at that position has so shifted to one conference as we said it's crazy. Um the tier the tier 2 quarterbacks were Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Well, three of those guys now you're now that's your top ten, you know Matthew Stafford's not what he was because of injury, and you're not sure if he's coming back healthy. That's right. Uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson are now in the AFC, so nine of the top ten. 
uh, are playing in one conference, according to league general managers and front office personnel, these are your best quarterbacks. They're all playing in one conference. Now, can Stafford, Matthew Stafford, come back healthy and be the best comp quarterback in the NFC? Won the Super Bowl two years ago. That would be the thing. Jalen Hurts is probably going to be up high on this chart next year when they do the vote. Dude, the guy who's really overpaid is Kyler Murray. Yeah. Wow. And he's that's the thing. The NFC is full of— My goodness. The, the, the NFC right now at quarterback is full of— the, the AFC is full of MVPs and Super Bowl quarterbacks. The N- NFC is full of question marks. Um, there is no doubt. I mean, it's—yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a really— we have, Including Dak Prescott. I don't know that we—somebody will tell me where and when we've seen it this uneven. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's the most important position in the sport, and it seems like all the top QBs are playing on one, and only one of them can go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Man. And uh, Patrick Mahomes currently currently has ownership over that conference, uh, at least the last five years. But uh, we'll see. We'll come back. It leads to a lot of intriguing conversations. Teams trying to rebuild and build around and find their quarterbacks. Because remember, the, um, the I guess the Carolina Panthers. Think about it this way. If the Panthers, now that have the number one pick, if they draft the right QB and he becomes a star... They're in a good place in the NFC because there's not a lot of their great quarterbacks. What if Bryce Young is an elite quarterback? What if C.J. Stroud becomes an elite quarterback? That puts you know Carolina at, an, at a big advantage position in that conference and tells you why they were willing to give up what they gave up to go get it, to have that pick. Houston. Now, if Houston's quarterback hits, well, now you're just another good quarterback in the AFC. Uh, NFC's open for business outside of uh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles uh, and maybe Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford if you put them there. We'll come back. We'll pick it up. Load up your blitz on a Tuesday, 447-3776. We'll also hit some gossip, uh, including, oh, man, geez, Louise, did you ever get bitten by a zebra? No. Yeah, well, Ohio Man story coming. They don't like me. They'll bite me. <laughs> it's being on the horn. Where you get that from? Did Tawana tell you that? Did Tawana tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? Salacious gossip, always ahead of your blitz. 447-3776. Load it up. Make it good. Only as good as you do make it. Gossip brought to you by the Bud Lights. The uh, frosty cold icy Bud Lights during spring break. South by Southwest, the rodeo. March Madness. You know you're going to have a few on Thursday and Friday with the first round games all day, all night. Oops. One of the best couple of days of the sports calendar. Do it with an ice cold Bud Light. We're going to be out at the Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks with the afternoon shows getting you ready for those games. And, of course, the Longhorns game coming up. And actually watching those games with you. Get all the details at hornfm.com. And fill out your bracket at hornfm.com. Enter the contest. Get your uh, picks in before the games tip off. We'll have some fun with that throughout the course of uh, the month of March. But do it with an ice cold Bud Light as well. Hey, Buck, how about this? See the early reports that a guy had his arm ripped off by a zebra? Damn. Yeah, man. So, turns out those initial reports were not fully right. He's in rough shape. Sounds like doctors were able to save his arm, though. Uh, it happened outside of a town of called Circleville, about 20 miles south of Columbus. I mean, that bite and pull can rip your arm right off? 72-year-old guy Ronnie Clifton owns a farm with several zebras. Legal in the state, I guess. It's his place. Tourists come and see him. And I on, thought just falling down was bad. A, on Sunday, a large male zebra attacked him in a field. One report said he was being overly protective of some oh, female some zebras. females are involved. He trying to hit on the zebras? Come on, Ronnie. Come on, dude. Police showed up, so sadly they had to put the zebra down because it got too close to them and Ronnie's family. They tried to scare it off, but a spokesman said they made a split decision to take it out. The initial report said that the zebra ripped Ronnie's arm off below the elbow. 
Oh, so he just got a chunk, got a little small chunk. That's most of his forearm. Yeah, well, I don't understand. What's up with these African animals? You know, the, 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 those, you know those chimps, you know what they do, E? They go for your genitalia. Go, Nads. They go right for it. You didn't know that, did you? Well, people have already Ty, asked you. didn't realize that. They go right to the genitalia. And they go to ripping. Where it hurts you most. Where, where it hurts you most is right. <laughs> this dude just eating an arm. This says uh, people are already concerned in South Ohio that maybe it was cocaine zebra. Oh, no. Cocaine zebra going crazy. I always have to ask you, is, it, is a zebra white with black stripes or black with white stripes? It's white with black stripes. Are you sure? I think so. Ty? Uh, yeah, I agree with that, too. Okay. Okay. Ripped that dude's got on that that bicep and just took it on out, took everything out. Dang, I didn't know zebras were that mad, but you know, he guess he was messing with the girls. You know what I'm saying? Don't get too close. He gets territorial. Don't mess with my girls. Don't mess with my girls. That zebra would know immediately that I'm afraid of horses and horse families. That thing would come right after me. Zebra's pretty much just a a donkey. They're big and thick. They're big. They're built. Yeah, a thicker build. A Lizzo build. It says uh, Circleville's up here near Granger, Texas. Well, no, no, Circleville in, Col- in Ohio. Ohio. Circleville in Ohio, south of Columbus. Yeah, be careful with those zebras, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> Holy smokes. All right, today is National Pie Day as well. The yeah. mathematical constant, 3.14. It's 3.14, March 14th. A uh, few national pizza chains have jumped in on the pies. The pizza pie? Apparently CC's, Blaze Pizza. Pizza, Seven uh, Eleven, Uno's all have peaches for three dollars and fourteen cents. Papa John's has a buy one get one deal because it's Pizza Pie Day, I guess. Doesn't That's not it? a pie. What? A pizza? Pizza's a pie. No. A pizza pie. <laughs> That's what they call it, right? And that zebrahead and pizza pie. Well, they're taking advantage of it. So, Ty, you can get a discount on some pizzas if you're paying attention. There you today. go. So, three fourteen twenty three. Get after it. Let's get to your blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Here we go. First Blitzer, talk to us. Bucky, dude, where is the seaweed you were talking about? This is Holton Hill. (laughs) Where is the seaweed? Next Blitzer, you're up. Where's the respect here? You split with Kansas, you win the tournament, and you thumped them by 20, and we're ranked fifth in the nation? Come on. Where's the respect? RT's got a job to do now. There you go. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Upset special. Kennesaw State will knock off Xavier. Guaranteed. There you go, Sal. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes, sir. Yeah, is it true that those tips are only for kids and that you think the mullets and especially those ags who listen are not good enough and they're losers and they need to try harder? <laughs> oh, my harder? God. That's they're losers. Wow. Next blitzer, you're up. That man with the zebra. What does he think? He's so stupid. This is Zeke and Roy. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Next blitzer, you're up. Yeah, this is uh, Bev. Uh, Kearney? Yeah, he- Every day's National Pie Day. Hey, hey, hey. Shut it down! Let's go home! 
and this says Columbus is in Texas. Okay, I get it. But we got the it. story was based on a man in Ohio. Ohio man. You not hear that part? Man in Ohio. South of Columbus, Ohio. Do you yes, not remember is. from yesterday? The IQ, the average IQ is dropping. Come well, on. You might have to be in that because there it says right here from Google's, in America, pizzas are considered pie. The definition refers to the pie being made of tomato sauce, cheese, meat, and then covered with dough. Pizza's pizza, pie's pie. Or it's a pizza pie. Yeah, man. I do like some apple pie. Ooh. That's it for me. The rest of them. Warm apple pie? If, 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 if you have to. Some ice cream? Some ice cream, yes. I don't do cherry pie. You peach, like, does, you like, does peach cobbler come under pie? It's a cobbler. That's a cobbler. What, what do you mean? It's cobbler. It's cobbler. Is it the same thing? No. No, it's not? Do you like cider? <laughs> oh boy, we'll be back. Hey, by the way, the Texans are making a trade to bolster their offensive line. Details on that coming up. Cowboys just sitting still. Get the very latest. Plus, talk some college baseball coming up. It's B and E with you.